unbeknownst to the princess, but knownst to us, danger lurks in the stars. Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to another stimulating episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. With me, as always, my good buddy, my brother from another mother, my bestest buddy who lives on the other side of the planet, Mysterious Mike. Hey, everybody. So, Mike, this week, well, this week, this Thursday, or today is Thursday, or whatever, whenever you're listening to this, we are talking about a incredible film that was requested for Legacy Cast by my coworker and buddy, Mr. Derek Nanke. And that movie is the one, the only, the amazing Spaceballs. Woo, Spaceballs. This is such a great movie. This was so much fun to watch. All right, so Mike, before we really start diving into it, go ahead and give us a rundown on Spaceballs. Okay, so uh, Spaceballs was released in 1987. A quick summary of the plot is Planet Spaceballs President Scroob sends Lord Dark Helmet to steal Planet Droidia's abundant supply of air to replenish their own. And only Lone Star can stop them. Uh, it was directed by Mel Brooks. It was written by Mel Brooks, Thomas Meehan, and Roni Graham. Uh, this is starring Mel Brooks, the late great John Candy, uh, Rick Moranis, Bill Pullman, uh, Daphne Zuinga, Dick Van Patten. George Reiner, and Michael Winslow, and Joan Rivers. So, quite the incredible cast on this one. Yes. All right, so Mike, since you already spoiled it, that you love space balls, now is it the space or is it the balls part that you like? Well, Matt, there's uh, no flaccid penis in this, so I don't like it so much. But uh, in case this is the first time you're you're listening to this, I I do have an obsession with with flaccid penises. Uh, it all started with the Game of Thrones season one, and ever since then I've just been seeking them out. So that's a lot of flaccid penis seeking. Yes, but you know they do deal with a lot of uh, male genitalia. In this film, just not exposed. Yes, there, there's um, when uh, Lord Helmet uses uh, his powers, uh, everyone um, grabs their nuts because it's always like, gr- I, I guess it's, it's it's implying that he's shrinking their their nuts. I don't know. I, I'm not. A- I don't know if sure. I don't know if he's shrinking them, but I think he's like uh, definitely cooking them, maybe. Maybe adding a little singe. I don't know, but it's uh, whatever he is doing to their male nether regions is not comfortable because he does it to one guy and then everyone else from then on covers their junk for the entire movie whenever he, they talk to him. Yeah, whenever they think he's upset, they immediately all drop whatever they're doing and cover their junk with both hands. Hilarious. All right, so now that we got the dick jokes out of the way, Spaceballs. Great movie. Love it. Who doesn't? When was the first time you saw Spaceballs, Mike? You know, I was thinking about that, and I can't quite remember. Uh, I think someone just had it on or was like, oh, if you've seen Star Wars, you should watch it. It's real funny. I can't remember. I remember very, very vividly when I saw Spaceballs for the first time. You do? When was it? I saw it in the theaters in 1987 when I was a little kid. Did you really? You went to the theater? I did. And I freaking remember it. I don't remember the majority of the movie, but I remember the very opening scene 
because the opening scene has the equivalent of what you would consider a Star Destroyer, and clearly they're ripping on Star Wars. The ship coming across the screen, and being a kid, I just remember it took frickin' forever. And I was just like, what am I watching? This is so boring. And now, you know, being an adult and everything, it's hilarious, and it's it really doesn't take that long, but it felt like it took forever when I saw it as a kid. And I remember that vividly. I don't really remember much of the rest of the movie, but I remember that. And so... In 1987, I would have been in I would have been in you know our hometown, and I would have seen it in RM Cinema, and I am 95 percent sure my father's the one that took me because my father is a huge Mel Brooks fan. Oh, like Blazing Saddles and oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep, Blazing Saddles, Robin Hood Men in Tights, you know, Young Frankenstein. Oh yeah, all the classics. My, my Father loves those movies. He just loves Mel Brooks. So that's the first time I saw it. And I do own a copy of it on DVD. I don't have it on Blu-ray yet, but I have it on DVD. And I, I, I'll i pull it out and watch it every now and then because it is an incredible film. Even being a hardcore Star Wars nerd, I freaking love Spaceballs. Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, this, it, it, if anyone listening has uh, Amazon Prime Video... This is on Amazon Prime for free right now, so you can stream it if you have Amazon oh, yeah. Prime Video. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I was trying to figure out when I was suggesting which one to listen, not listen, which one to watch it on. I wasn't sure, but you found Amazon Prime. Very cool. Yes. So I was able to stream this in all of its glory, and it was awesome. Oh, you know, oh, speaking of Star Wars, not to immediately start jumping into trivia, because I'm sure you have quite a bit of trivia on this, Mike, but I don't know if you know this one. Being a hardcore Star Wars nerd, I, I for sure know this, but did you know that Spaceballs is technically canon in Star Wars? Really? Yeah. Do you know why? No, I don't know why. Because Spaceballs is in The Force Awakens. <laughs> really? In the scene where the Millennium Falcon is flying through the Ravager, the Ravager is the um, uh, Super Star Destroyer that's crashed into Jakku. And when uh, John, John Boyega's character, uh, Finn, and uh, Ray are flying the Millennium Falcon through the, the Super Star Destroyer, there's a split-second blurb. If you're very, very good at seeing, but most people just pause the Blu-ray now, Um when they're entering the engine, the back of the engines, I believe, the dudes that are combing the desert with a comb is right there at the very bottom. <laughs> and you can make them out. It's So then technically being in the modern Star Wars universe movies, technically St- Spaceballs would be canon. How cool is that? That's pretty cool, man. Uh, did you know about this movie that uh, Industrial Light and Magic uh, did the special effects? Actually, no, but the special effects for its time, I thought were pretty damn good. You know, I thought they were really good. Y- yeah, I guess uh, Mel Brooks gave a copy of the script to um, George Lucas, and he was like, yeah, I'll help you make this movie. This is great. Uh, he only had one caveat about not selling any merchandise of this movie. Really? That explains the whole joke in the movie about, you know... How they have a gift shop in uh, Yogurt's underground lair. <laughs> Why would you have a gift shop in Yogurt's underground lair? Oh, that's so funny. I remember as a kid, I always really wanted the action figures, too. Never could find them. Yeah, no, they, they don't exist. Uh, that was one of the things. Well, they're in the movie, yeah, so they uh, must have existed somewhere. Right, right. I'm sure they're a collector's item, Matt, and about three people have them. Yeah, probably. I mean, come on. Who doesn't want a dark helmet action figure that probably can't stand up on its own because it would be too top-heavy because of the helmet? <laughs> True. So, so Matt, on uh, Darth Helmet, I'd never seen this before, but uh, my fiance uh, Maggie, had mentioned while we were watching this that she always loved that part of the uniform kind of looks like a cock and balls. And yeah. I never, dude, you haven't. I never that? noticed it. Never, like, why? I, I don't know. 
I was less. Yeah, it kind of. It's. I think it's supposed to be like a tie, but it looks like a, a cock and balls. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, wait! I thought we got all the dick jokes out, and now you're just bringing more up. You know, like I said earlier, I have this penis thing, so I just gotta keep keep bringing it back around. Clearly, it must take you a hell of a long time to get out of the shower in the morning. <laughs> you know, it might. <laughs> so, 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 Matt, I I was trying to think. In this movie, there's a th- there's the where they break the whatever the fourth wall. Yeah, they break the fourth wall a couple times. Very Deadpool esque. Yeah, and I was like, is I was trying to think of what the first movie I've ever seen that on, and I couldn't think of it. Do you know off the top of your head? Oh no, no. Uh, uh-uh. Spaceballs is probably up there, but you know, I I don't know. I don't know what the first one ever to really do that. Yeah. Movie-wise. Like, it might have been some of the other, uh, like, Airplane or some of those Naked Guns. I I haven't seen any of that stuff in a long time. I'm I'm pretty sure Blazing Saddles probably has something. Maybe not anything too big, but I'm sure... I mean, Blazing Saddles has, like, everything in it. Yeah, I'll have to to watch it again. I I, I have that. I own own that on... You own Blazing Blazing Saddles? Yeah, dude, we need to add that to our list of legacy casts because that would be a that would be a fun one to do, even though uh, it will be very controversial. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, that that could bring us into uh, uh, my segment that I like to do on the legacy casts. Granted, we haven't talked about Spaceballs a whole lot yet, but Mike, do you think Spaceballs if they came to someone with the script today could make Spaceballs and would not get any shit for it. I think they could make Spaceballs. I don't know about not getting shit for it, but I think they could make Spaceballs. Well, you, you know what I mean. There wouldn't be riots in the streets if this movie was made today. Whereas some, there would be. There would be massive social media outcries. There would be rioting, picketing, you know... Uh, people have you know. You need to fire this person and all that. No, I th- I think they I, could get away with this. I definitely think so, uh, especially because the well, maybe not especially, but one of the things I could see them possibly getting a lot of backlash for is uh, President Scrooge, how he's this giant idiot and moron, and you have to understand Mel- that's. Uh, Mel Brooks's, you know, take on all um, politics and presidents and dictators and whatever of all of them just being effing morons. So I think, especially speaking, if you did it today in our current climate, that they would probably get quite a bit of flack for it. But I think they would still be able to do it. No problem. Yeah, they might they might give some flack about the the Druish thing, because it's kind of making yeah, fun that's of another the, one. The, the Jewish. I mean, it's a play on that. But, I mean... Yeah, but that's what Mel Brooks does, because Mel Brooks is Jewish. He's always ripping on Judaism in all of his movies. All of them. Yeah, no, I, I think this could still get made. The There's some movies that we, we, we have reviewed already where we didn't think it would get made, but I, I think this one definitely could get made like not that we really make these mainstream satires as much as kind of these these kind of satires were like mel brooks genius but uh we do have some satires like um the uh the scary movies you know the wayne brothers uh i know those are more focused on uh, slapsticky, but like they're making fun of the stuff, and there was like what the the teen movie making fun of ones from like, uh, yeah, not another teen movie that was pretty good too, and I think that was done by the Wayans as well, wasn't it? I think it was, uh, but yeah, no, I I, I see what you're meaning. I, I think that is one of the problems with the uh, parodies today is that they do, um 
do way too much slapstick. I mean, Mel Brooks does quite a bit of slapsticking in his films, but not at the level of, say, a scary movie. I mean, scary movie is almost slapstick from the start to the finish. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not as, um, I don't know, Mel Brooks kind of has some intelligent jokes. I mean, yes, there's right. lots he, of... He has, uh, yeah, he has a lot of um, smart humor in his films as well, not just full-on, you know, uh, dick fart jokes. He has those. But he has some really good, smart, funny humor, too, and running gags and things like that that he, he's a king of. Yeah, and just tying in, like, making fun of all the different aspects of Star Wars or even a little bit of Indiana Jones in this. Because, like, uh, Bill Pullman's character, uh, Lone Star, he's kind of like Indiana Jones as well. Like, yeah, a little bit of both. Well, and that's one of the things I kind of wanted to touch on. I don't know... I'm not even looking at my notes now, but um, do you, were you able to pick out all the different sci-fi films that they parody, parodied in this movie? Well, I mean, it cracked me up because I had forgotten about this part, especially there's the uh, alien scene that's in there with... Oh, dude, that's like one of my favorite parts. That's, that is just hilarious. Yeah, and it's with John Hurt, who was in the original Alien, and had right. that alien come out. Like, it was awesome. Well, and it's great, because look at it. He goes, oh, no, not again. I mean, come on. <laughs> How awesome is that? So, uh, the, I mean, Planet of the Apes? Ah, I don't know. How many other ones? Planet of the Apes, Aliens, clearly the majority of the rips are uh, Star Wars. There's uh, some Star Trek rips in there. Uh, You got the Indiana Jones kind of-esque one. You know, uh, that's that's the majority of the ones that I could count. So. Yeah, I I enjoyed re-watching this movie after not seeing it in quite a while. I was still just cracking up. That's a real good testament of, uh, you know, a movie made in 1987 is still funny in 2018. It's amazing. I won't lie, dude. I literally watch this movie probably at least once a year because I love it that much. But, uh, you know, I like uh, a lot of the other parody stuff. And, you know, this is uh, to circle back on that uh, comment you were talking about, George Lucas working with him because he liked the script so much. That's one thing I really, really miss about George Lucas being the master and commander of Star Wars is that George Lucas embraced the parodies and embraced the love that people gave uh, the Star Wars franchise. Like, there's an entire series that Family Guy did that's nothing but dick and fart jokes of Star Wars. And they made each of the original trilogy films in a parody. Well, the very first one was called uh, Blue Harvest, and that was when George Lucas still owned Star Wars. And he, Seth MacFarlane and everyone went to him and said, hey, this is what we want to do. We're thinking about it. And George Lucas loved it. Loved that they were going to do that. He, he even had them come to uh, Skywalker Ranch, played him a copy of the, the, the cartoon. I guess you could say a movie, because it was an hour long. And then Seth uh, MacFarlane, on top of it, got to sit there and interview George Lucas for like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's awesome. It was awesome. It was one of the best interviews I've ever seen with George Lucas because he was just open. He was just chill. He wasn't all tight-lipped like he typically is. He was was very chill. He was talking about everything. He was talking about dating, all kinds of stuff. It was great. Well, not to get too off track... um, the next two parody films that Family Guy did, Disney owned them, and Disney did not really want them to do it, and they had real hard pushback from it, but because George Lucas was so on it and like, please do it kind of thing, they still got away with doing two more, but they really, really busted uh, Seth MacFarlane's balls on the, the, the next two parodies, which is sad, because I think if you are able to look at especially something so iconic as Star Wars or Aliens or Star Trek or Indiana Jones, and people parody it. God, I'm having a hard time saying that. That it's it's an honor because that means they love it. They're not going to sit down 
and make jokes and poke fun at something that they hate, they'll just ignore it. It's because they love it. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Weird Al has uh, the the Yoda song. Um, you, you know which one I'm talking about, Matt? Oh, yeah. Well, Weird Al has songs for everything. Yeah. I mean, he rips on everything. Yeah, but I think it's because he likes it. Oh, yeah. Weird Al's a hardcore nerd, man. He loves Star Wars. Um, and then uh, what about uh, Seth Green and, like, Robot Chicken? They do all that stuff with Star Wars stuff. Like the toys. Yeah, Seth, <laughs> yeah, Seth Green, he has his, he actually has a bunch of parodies as well. And that's one thing that's funny because Seth Green does the voice of Chris on Family Guy. And in the very first Blue Harvest, uh, when they close out of the film, they're sitting there and um, Peter, who's voiced by uh, Seth MacFarlane, and then Seth Green, who's voiced by Chris, they're sitting there going back and forth about how, oh, well, didn't Robot Chicken do this like six months ago? Why did What took you guys so long? And stuff. It was hilarious. It was really funny. Nice. And yes, I own all those on DVD as well. Yeah, well, we figured, man. We figured. Yeah, I know. I'm a nerd. You, Hence the name of the podcast. Yeah, well, you, you, I mean, we should, we should maybe say like real Star Wars film nerds. Real Star Wars film nerds. Hey, dude, it was coming. It was coming on this one. Spaceballs, you, I know you're going to get some Star Wars love. You're going to get lots of Star Wars love. Yeah. Uh, did you see the, um, they were talking about Rocky 5000 in the, yeah. in the review? Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. and it cracked me up because Creed 2 is coming out, and that's like a offshoot of the Rocky movies, Reborn Again. So that's like, if you count them all in order, this will be like the seventh Rocky movie, I believe. Well, if you want to have even a more in another look at this, is um, if you listen to the guy that's saying who the critic is that is reviewing the movie... Um, it's a callback to Blazing Saddles because um, the announcer guy or what, the TV host or whatever uh, says, uh, and here's Mongo with our, um, you know, Rocky 5000 review or whatever, our review of Rocky 5000. And Mongo is a character in Blazing Saddles. Ah, yes, you're right. So there's little things like that that Mel Brooks does that's just genius. Yeah, what, what did you think about the um, the combination to the lock? Oh, God. That's so funny. <laughs> so funny. And then, and then you know, again, the rip on the president. The president walks in. Wow, that's amazing. The exact same combination on my luggage. <laughs> See, I can quote this movie, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. There you go, man. And then how when they're walking away, he's like, and someone changed the combination on my luggage. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Pizza the Hut, hilarious. Oh, dude, so good. Ugh. And now he eats himself to death. It's like, come on, how old is Pizza the Hut supposed to be? And he's never eaten himself to death before, and now he does in this movie? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Oh, so such a such a great movie, man. Well, and the the that whole scene, the dude sitting next to him, I don't know, uh, was it Vinny, I think? Is the name of like his like confidant or whatever? Yeah. Uh, you know he's supposed to be an android or a robot or whatever, and they just used creative makeup to make him look that way. And yeah, it's, it looks a little cheesy, but it's not terrible. I thought that was pretty cool because you know you you got budgets to keep stick to. So. Yeah, Matt. Do you know the name of the big spaceship that they they're in? The Darth Helmet Spaceball One. Okay. So space baseball one, come on. So spaceball one has the different speeds, right? And ludicrous speed. Oh yeah, is ridiculous speed, ludicrous speed. Yep. Yeah, those those speeds are actually used in the Teslas, and it's from oh, the yeah. movie. Yeah, he, he said they're from the movie. Yep, that's hilarious. Only true nerds, man, do that stuff to their cars. Well, I mean, look what Elon Musk did when he launched his roadster into the, into the you know space. He stuck a towel in the glove box. Yeah, and he was. I think uh, Rocket Man is yeah. on there Rocket on like Man. tape or something. Yep, or some kind of form. 
And then uh, it says, don't panic on the panel, which is, you know, that's all Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, Another classic, yeah. classic movie. And, you know, more of a novel before the movie was made. I mean, that I was hearing about Hitchhiker's Guide long before the movie was ever made. Yeah, and I think um, the, the drone ships that uh, catch the SpaceX rockets uh, have references to sci-fi stuff like I Know I Still Love You or I forget their names um, but they're, they're, they have some funny names as well uh, I don't know huh? it's pretty cool alright so Mike we didn't even talk about one of the best characters slash actors in this entire film Barf? John Candy as Barf Yes, I love John Candy. He is one of my favorite comedians, or yeah, was one of my favorite comedians. Just incredible. I loved him in Uncle Buck. Yeah. I oh god, I loved Uncle Buck. That movie was great. You know, you know one that I was kind of surprised not to see in Spaceballs though, being in eighties movies, and you know a large majority of the cast coming from Saturday Night Night Live was a uh, Chevy Chase. Oh yeah, I could totally, I could so totally see Chevy Chase being in like Spaceballs. Maybe not like a big role, but doing something. Maybe he was busy doing um, Fletch or one of those, one of his other things that he was doing back then. Yeah, he was probably in like Fletch, like seventeen or whatever by then. Yeah, uh, the the mods, half man, half dog. The what what uh, Barf yeah. was? Oh gosh, yeah, that was great. And it even says mod on his bowl. Yeah. On his food dish. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, not mod. Uh, mog. Mog. Oh, mog. sorry. I'm sp- I, I yeah. spelled it, but I, 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 can't, I can't talk good. You can't talk well? Yes. Is too many beers and pizzas? Yes. Too many beers and pizzas. Hey, at least you got both food groups covered. Yeah. You know, and pizza is going to send out for you. <laughs> pizza is gonna send out for you that's so good oh man <sighs> all right so mike who who was your favorite character in this movie hmm i don't know i think i think i'm gonna have to say darth helmet because he just kept me cracking up so much yeah. And Rick Moranis, God, dude, I am I was sad when he said he wasn't gonna act anymore. Rick Moranis is so hilarious. He embraces being a short nerd and he just plays it up so good. He really does. Yeah. Especially in this movie. Yeah, I still remember Rick Moranis a lot from Honey I Shrunk the Kids and uh Oh yeah Strange Brew. Oh, classic. Dude, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was practically, like, forced viewing material when I was growing up. I mean, that was that was one of the best. I mean, such imagination to be shrank down and run around in your backyard, and it's a jungle, and it's this whole other world. I mean, it was just... I love that movie. Love that movie. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That was a really well done movie with the sets and everything it just was it was neat all right let me see what else i have on my notes oh you know um uh one thing i was gonna say is the music on star wars is really really hard to come close to because john williams is just incredible i mean he just is but in Spaceballs. I think they did a very good job with the music because it's cheesy when it's supposed to be cheesy. It's really big and dramatic when it's supposed to be big and dramatic. I I really thought they it was quite successful, especially trying to poke fun at other sci-fi films. I thought they did a really good job. Yeah, no. They they did do a good job with the the music uh I think you kind of have you get a little cheat sheet because you have the Star Wars and the other movies you're trying to copy, and you can be like, well, kind of like that, but like just a little bit different, or you know, like so it's 
it's not as hard as just what are we going to put in there? That's what I think, at least. Could be totally making that up. Oh, God. Another one that I have in my notes, I just hilarious. It was just a joke, but I had to write it down. <laughs> I'm mean, laughing about it, just thinking about it. Was when they're on the bridge. Um, well, I'll just say this. A, a fun one, before I get into my joke, a fun one with a Dark Helmet is how in Star Wars, you know, you don't see Darth Vader's face until the very last one, episode six. And when he takes off as this frail old man, in Spaceballs, like almost the first scene, like he, Rick Moranis immediately flips up his helmet, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, that was a total slap at, you know, Star Wars. I loved that. But, um, uh, one of my favorite jokes in this movie was when they're on like the, I guess you would say the bridge and I don't remember. Oh, that's right. He, they were shooting at princess Vespa and Rick Rannis, his characters go, man, I said, shoot, you know, uh, uh, shoot her across the bow or across the nose or something, not up it. And he's like, who made who made this man a gunner kind of thing? And the dude turns around and his eyes are cross-eyed. <laughs> and then he asks the question, who, who made this guy a gunner? And uh, it turns around and it's this like officer. And he said, oh, I did, sir. And he's cross-eyed too. And then you're like, what? Seriously? And he goes, yes, yeah, sir. This is a uh, major. This is major asshole. He's like, what? Yeah, that's my cousin. I don't remember what he said. You know, his his name was something asshole. Gunner's mate asshole. Like, yeah, something like that. And then he turns around and he's like, Jesus, how many assholes do we have on this fucking? You know, well, he doesn't say fucking, but he is. How many assholes do we have on this thing? And like half the bridge stands up and they're like, Yo! And he's like, Man, I'm surrounded by assholes. I just, <laughs> I know it's dumb and silly but i really just love that joke it was so funny <laughs> oh yeah i don't know clearly i think it's a lot funnier than you do but no no i I, 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 I liked it because it, it starts out in a place and then it ends in a very different place <laughs> i liked it quite a bit but i think the one the one joke that tickled me a lot that was a, a um just kind of off the wall but fun was uh, when they jam the radar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They actually put a giant b- jar of jam on the radar and it just starts dripping on it and then, then it stops working. Yeah, they shoot a giant jar of, of jam on it. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, I, I found that quite amusing. Uh, that was well, that was the one that tickled me. That's just It's dumb, but it was awesome. Well... Exactly. And then, you know, on top of it, he wipes his finger across it and licks the jam. And he's like, raspberry. Yeah. There's only one man with the balls to give me raspberry. <laughs> oh. And, you know, that's totally just the, the the pun of, you know, sticking your tongue out at someone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, this movie is just so much fun. You know, it, it's it's nice to laugh at a movie. It is. So, all right, Mike. What else do you want to talk about Spaceballs? Well, Matt, why don't you ask me about how this oh, relates gosh. to MCU? I almost I almost completely forgot. I almost completely forgot. I remembered my segment and I forgot yours. So, Mike, how does Spaceballs relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? So, man, this was not easy. This movie was made in 1987, and I swear everyone who worked on this retired right after this movie. But I did find one person, Ken Diaz, 
was the makeup artist for this movie, uh, Spaceballs, and also a makeup artist for Black Panther. Wow. Dude, that is quite the career there. Yeah. I mean, think about it. That's what, 30 years? Yeah. I, I imagine he was fairly... Yeah, 31 years? He was fairly young when he f- was on this uh, Spaceballs. I don't know. Or maybe he's really old. I don't know. I didn't look that up, but... Dude, I am surprised you found anyone. Oh, it was not easy. Wow. I am impressed. I am I am I've said it. I've been impressed before, but I'm really impressed on this one. I mean, seriously. Very impressive that you found someone that related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, man. The streak continues. The streak continues. You know, I, yeah, I don't know how many we're up to, but you're up to a lot. That that's awesome. I think I think we need to figure it out. Our listeners well, need to know. I figured all I figured 40 it out. of them. Well, I figured it out that one time. Because the very first time we did the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, I think it was was it your first episode? No, it was your second episode. It was game night. Yes. Yeah, your first episode was Black Panther. And so game night. Oh, I'm gonna type and it's gonna make noise now. Damn it. Hold on. Um, realfilmnerds.com. You can always find all the episodes, including the old ones, on realfilmnerds.com. Oh. Okay. So. Matt, speaking of random things, while well, I'll distract the typing. Wh- what's going on with your movie pass? What's going on with my movie pass? It- sucks yeah well like have you had any issue like what's how's this surge pricing i haven't going? had i haven't i don't know i haven't had any issues but i haven't gone to the movie yet in the month of july and so uh when i do we will find out because that might uh hinder which movies we review like for instance this week over july 4th weekend we have two kind of big uh openings uh we have the uh the first purge, I think, is what they're calling it. Yes, yes, yeah. The first purge, which uh, both of us are fairly interested in seeing, and then uh, Ant Man and Wasp, and those are two very, very big openings. So, yeah, I might have to pay extra money to see those movies this week. We'll see. Uh, I know they did an update to the app because they pushed it out to me across my uh, Android phone. So, oh, do you not um, have that set to manual so you can reject it for a while before they force you? No, I, I should have done that, but yeah, no, yeah. But previously, when I had Movie Pass, this is a long time ago. I didn't update for like months because I knew they wanted me to take pictures of my stubs. And uh, eventually they forced me to update. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing that now. I, I love that, how they said, oh, you've been randomly selected to uh, be the person that has to take pictures of your ticket stubs. Everyone I know that has MoviePass has been randomly selected to take pictures of their ticket stubs. Ooh. So that's not really random. Oh, Matt, it's it's just like, um, it, it's uh, it's for the millennial. Look, everybody's a winner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that's my participation trophy? Yes. <laughs> okay, so yes, episode five, game night, was the first time we did the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And this is episode twenty seven? Right, but you're the 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 what is it the pink house what, what was the house one called yes uh little pink house was a solo shot by myself so you got to take that out and then um you got to take out the movies that are in the marvel cinematic universe so like for instance when we did uh infinity war uh i you know deadpool i think we could leave deadpool in because i'm sure you probably mentioned that you know, Josh Brolin is Thanos. Yes, I did. But uh, I'm just scrolling here. Yeah, Infinity War, we didn't do one. I know that for a fact. Uh, Little Pink House, we didn't do one. So there's two. Um, 
Super Troopers that we did. Quiet Place, yeah, so... Yeah. I'm just scrolling back through. Yeah. Oh, um, that was the other one we didn't was uh, uh, when you weren't around and I did uh, the uh, Legacy cast, the first Legacy cast with uh, uh, my good buddy Matt Santos over at the Mile High Show. Ah, uh, yes. So it's three. Yeah. So we got to take those three out from uh, the 22. So I don't know. What is, what's the math on that? 18? We're on 27. Or is that 19? Um, um, and we said three? Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're at 19. I think you've had 19, what I would call 19 in a row, because the, you know, like, for instance, when, you, you, like I was just pointing out, you know, uh, I did one by myself, and I did one with Santos, and then uh, Infinity War, so, you know. But, yeah, I would say 19 in a row. Nice. That's impressive. That's a lot of MCU relationships. Yes, it is. Now, what happens, Mike, if we ever break the cycle? I don't know. Are we going to have to pick another universe to do? Or are we just done with it? I figure we just tell the audience that we can't get it for this one, and we'll try again next time, and the streak will be broken. We'll, we'll yeah. work on a new and streak. And we'll just have to, and, yeah, and you'll just have to start over with a new streak yeah. and see how long we can go. Yeah, that'll work. That's good. Yeah, I like that. All right, so Mike, I guess we probably should uh, uh, start wrapping this up. I don't know. I mean, we could, I could talk about Spaceballs all day. I freaking love Spaceballs. Me too, man. I love me some Spaceballs. Yeah, figuratively and literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That it, so is that why um, you're probably not going to give this movie a, a five out of five reels because there's no flaccid penis? N- no. I, what makes you think that I'm not going to give it five out of five reels? Because there's no flaccid penis. No. Well, I think this is still going to get five out of five reels for me. All right. So there you go. You heard it here, folks. Mike's first Five out of five reels. Yeah. I think that's our first five out of five reels ever. Like, out of both of us. Yeah, I I love this movie. It's, I think it's perfect. Wow. That is a bold statement, sir. It is a bold statement. So, Matt, what do you rate this movie? Uh, Not as high as you, man. Close, though, but no cigar. I give it a four and a half out of five. Nice. Nice. So, I I love it, too, but I, I didn't think it was perfect. I, I thought there was a few things that could have had some improvement, but nothing nothing major. Nothing glaring, you know. Okay. That's uh, that's fine. I mean, once again, we don't agree. That's fine. <laughs> do we? Are we supposed to agree? Do I need to start consulting you on our ratings before we do this thing? No, I don't. I don't think we are supposed to agree. Like, like, remember that uh, those Cisco and Ebert guys? I, I don't think they ever got along on anything. So, which one am I? Am I Ebert? Because I'm fat. No, I I don't know. I didn't. I haven't compared us to. <laughs> Stop lying, Mike. Stop lying. You know it is, and you're calling me a fat person, and I'm the fat joke of this. You're the dick joke. I'm the fat joke. No, no, nope. <laughs> no, I'm PC principal. No, you are not PC principal. Okay, but I still want a medal. Dude, you you can have all the medals you want. Okay. Can I get a all the participation trophies? Can I get a podcast medal? Yeah, I'll send you one. Okay. Do you want aluminum, steel, iron? I want I want uh, I want cobalt. Cobalt. It might be a little tough, but we'll swing it. We'll figure something out. Maybe titanium. Titanium? Jesus, I'm not rich. Platinum? I can send you a platinum palladium print. Is that good? Okay. 
All right. Whew. Dodged a bullet there. All right, so Mike, should we talk about uh, next week's movies? Um, Have we decided what we're going to do next week? I don't know if we've 100% decided. Yeah, we're going kind of back and forth. We're talking, you know, Ant-Man and Wasp. We're talking um, what we mentioned earlier, uh, the first Purge. And then, uh, surprise, surprise, both of us got a movie that both of us really want to see. We both got the... uh, Mr. Rogers documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor? I guess they opened it up to a wider release like I was hoping, which is great. Yeah, I thought they would. It's only at one theater here, and I don't know how long they're going to have it. We just got it on Friday. So even if we don't review it anytime soon, I am going to try and get over there and see it sometime this week. Because it is at uh, Harkins. It is not at my Movie Pass theater. So I will have to pay for that one. Yeah, but it we got will it be here worth as it. well uh, in a few theaters, but not very many. So yeah, I definitely want to. I definitely want to watch and review. Well, hell, even if we don't review it, I'm going to go watch that movie. Nice. So well, that's the three we got up in the air. We we don't have anything settled down, you know, set in stone yet. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do three podcasts this week, or maybe we'll do three next week, or I don't know. Maybe we'll go and see it and we won't talk about it for a week. Who knows? But those are the next three we probably have coming up. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll do another Legacy cast. We'll see how everybody likes this one. Yeah, yeah. I hope everyone yeah. likes this one. We got uh, we got quite a few suggestions. Not a ton, but we do have quite a few uh, suggestions or requests or whatever you would like to call them. I think uh, uh, requests, maybe. Yeah, requests. Um, there's one. Oh, dude, there's one that uh, uh, Don Crow in uh, Chino Valley requested uh, that I'm kind of looking forward to. I think will be fun. And it has ties to Prescott. I knew it had ties to Arizona, but I didn't realize they filmed so much of it in Prescott. Is uh, Universal Soldier. Oh, man, I love that movie. Classic John, Van, uh, John Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I... I know it's going to be nothing but cheese in action, but come on. It's awesome. That's a, that's awesome. Oh, you know, and one that both of us came to an agreement on our list that we need to do, and we could decide, we could do another request, or we could do one that you and I picked, is uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. I love Cabin in the Woods. I was thinking, though, we might try and save that one more towards the October Halloween-ish time. Well, yeah, that could be our uh, Halloween episode. Although, aren't isn't Halloween coming out this year, though? Um, Like an, that new one? Is it coming out around Halloween? I don't know, man. There's probably a paranormal activity. There might be another wow. saw. And uh, may- Dude, there's always a saw. Yeah, well, they're back, man, because Jigsaw was this Seriously? last time. Yeah, it's back. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ugh. I'd rather go see Halloween than freaking... I don't know. Did you see the newest Saw? Yeah. I mean, I stopped going after about the third or fourth one. Yeah. I saw the newest Saw. Um, Yeah, they got really ridiculous, and then they started to get back on track, and then ridiculous again, and this one was good. Hmm. I might have to go check that out then. But, yeah, no, that's a good idea, though, doing Cabin in the Woods for uh, maybe a Halloween episode. Or, you know what? That might be the way to go. I just thought of it. That might be the way to go. Is just the entire month of October, we do nothing but horror slash, um, horror slasher. (laughs) There you go. Horror slasher films, scary movies, um, being new, be it legacy, whatever. Yeah, but we'll, that might be that might be fun for the entire month. That's a lot of episodes. Though. That's what eight episodes. Yeah, but what about what about um, like Ghostbusters? Man, it's not really a horror movie, but I love that movie. Dude, Ghostbusters would be a lot of fun. I love Ghostbusters. I and you know everybody hated on the new one. I didn't hate the new one. Oh. Did you? Yeah, I hated it. Oh, see, but what I told people after I saw the new Ghostbusters, 
is that if you go in and you compare it to the old Ghostbusters, you're going to hate it. If you go in with fresh eyes and don't compare it to the old one and you just it's just another Ghostbusters film in its own kind of world and its own kind of thing, then it's not bad. But everybody compares it to the original, which I know is hard not to do because the original is so freaking good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you're 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 right, man, but I couldn't I, I couldn't get past it. I'm, I'm well, stuck in the past. Was it was it the all lady cast or was it the kookiness of it? What was it that uh, bothered you the most? Um, I think Thor. Really? I dude, I thought that was hilarious. I didn't like Thor that much. And um I I loved how he was the dumb jock. I loved that. I thought that was funny. And then the the um the one lady, she seemed really annoying. Um Oh, I can't remember her name. Well, if you can't remember, I don't remember. Anyway, it it doesn't matter. Um I didn't like it. Okay, well, we might not do that one then. I don't know, maybe we will. Who knows? Yeah. All right, so there you go, folks. Little teaser on what we're going to get into in the future. I think it'd be fun. We'll see. But again, if you have suggestions or you have a movie that you are passionate about and you love and you want to hear our opinions on it, please feel free email us. Uh, nerds at realfilmnerds.com or Instagram, Facebook, tweet. Uh, if you tweet, use the uh, hashtag uh, realfilmnerds or just tweet at us so we know you're trying to tell us what's up. But yeah, let us know and we will add it to our list. We got a growing list of legacy casts and what we're doing is Mike and I are just working our way through them. So... Because there's just so many good movies out there that both of us just want to talk about. Yeah, 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 we do, because uh, we're at like uh, 51 minutes right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike, so what are you saying we need to let everybody go? I, I think so. Uh, you know, I, th- I think it's time. Okay. Well, with that, folks, make sure to tune in, subscribe, rate, review, iTunes, uh, The Google has their new podcast app. We've been on Google since the start, so you can find us on Google, uh, Stitcher, where all your popular podcasts are at. Just hunt us down, subscribe, like, rate, review, positive, negative, who cares? Just do it. Give us some love or hate. Mike, anything else? Um, Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.